Welcome to the Liberty Block. I'm Elliot Axelman. Today I'd like to discuss a very interesting issue, and again an issue where there's a lot of hypocrisy I see from all sides besides for the principled voluntarists, anarchists, maybe some libertarians. A lot of people believe that the government should be somewhat involved or very involved in making sure that people remain safe and healthy, right? The left says that we need gun control because guns can kill people, which is true. Guns do kill people. So do cars and a lot of other things. The right might say that you know drugs kill people, and certainly drugs do kill a lot of people in, in a lot of ways, of course. Now, some of these things are emotional. They invoke an emotional reaction when you see an assault rifle you know, kill someone or when conservatives might see you know, drugs kill someone. Right? And those things are true, but, but we have to look at the statistics. According to the statistics, and in this article you'll see the chart here from the CDC numbers, I believe, of the top 10 killers. And this is consistent every year throughout the whole U.S. The number one killer is heart disease. It kills 650,000 people a year. The number two killer is cancer, a little less, 600,000 people per year. Number three is accidents, unintentional, unintentional injuries, you know, car accidents, and, and so on. Um, that may include firearms, I'm not sure, but again, it's a very small number. So total accidental, unintentional, unintentional injuries are 170,000 a year. Number four is um, COPD, lung diseases. Number five is stroke. Number six, Alzheimer's disease, which eventually kills people. Number seven, diabetes. Number eight, influenza and pneumonia. Number nine, nephritis, all the kidney diseases. Um, and number 10 is suicide at 47,000. So those are the top killers. Number one is heart disease at 650,000 every year. You know, more than half a million people in the U.S. die every year from heart disease. So if the government has a role, again, if you believe in your principles, your ideology, that the government has a legitimate role, a duty, the power to make sure that we all live you know, happy, healthy, safe lives, emphasis on that, the uh, healthy and safe, then your number one priority should be to make sure that they get those heart disease numbers down. To eventually eradicate heart disease because it is the number one killer and again I happen to know this because I've seen thousands and thousands of patients with heart disease and I've done CPR and worked cardiac arrests of people who died because of primary heart disease of course and I agree it is the number one killer and that is what the CDC and all the statistics seem to say right so if you're going to be principled and consistent in your belief that the government has a role in keeping society safe and healthy the number one issue should be abolishing all of the behaviors, criminalizing the behaviors that lead to heart disease. What leads to heart disease? Mm -hmm. Cheeseburgers. Cheeseburgers, um, which I do enjoy from time to time. They have high cholesterol, high, a lot of carbohydrates, bad fats, maybe uh, you know LDLs, um, sugar, a lot of sodium. I mean, you go to Five Guys and get your double cheeseburger, that's what I do. It probably has over a gram of sodium. In the whole day, you should have two or three grams of sodium in the whole day, and that right there has you know, one, one or about one and a half grams of sodium. If you get fries with that, that's your entire day's worth just in that one meal. Um, don't even get me started on the soda, the big gulp you get from Five Guys. You know, On your way to an anti-gun rally, you pick up Five Guys, and you know, it's just a little bit hypocritical, right? So if you're gonna be consistent, you have to support a ban on cheeseburgers, smoking, don't get me started on smoking. That contributes to heart disease a tremendous amount. It contributes to damaging the heart, damaging all the vasculature, so it leads to, to more 
uh, heart attacks, strokes, pulmonary emboli, DVTs, all the clotting issues. Um, smoking actually negatively affects pretty much every system in the whole body. So ban smoking. If anything is banned, it should be smoking cigarettes. Not cannabis, not guns, not cheeseburgers, not soda, not sugar. Cigarettes are you know the single most damaging things, and, and there's like no upside. Cheeseburgers taste good, at least for me. Smoking really ha you know no benefit. So if you want to ban something, ban smoking. Right? Ban motorcycles. Oh my God, motorcycles in the industry we call them donor cycles because you hope someone's a donor because they're gonna die. So you just hope they're a donor. So again, it's, it's sounds uh, pretty cold, but they're very very dangerous. So if if the government should be you know regulating our health and safety, ban motorcycles, ban cigarettes, ban cheeseburgers, ban alcohol. Alcohol in this in this article, I make the case for alcohol being the single most damaging substance in the universe to people's health. It's responsible for, let me see if I can find it here in the article. Yeah, according to the NIAAA, around 80,000 Americans die each year from alcohol-related causes. This means alcohol kills as many people as diabetes, which is number seven of the top 10 killers in the US, according to the CDC. Uh, additionally, alcoholism is the leading addiction in the US and damages relationships probably more than anything else in history from romantic relationships, sexual relationships, um, uh, you know, parents, families, friends, it damages tremendous amounts. So alcohol should be banned as well. So let's ban alcohol while we're at it. Let's ban every other food. Let's ban uh, high sugar foods, which is soda, but also juices. Uh, over the last few years, people are realizing that, that the apple juices you buy at stores have about as much sugar or more than the soda. Uh, you know, Monster Energy drinks, Gatorade, they all have about 30 to 40 grams of sugar per, per you know, bottle. For serving, which is about pretty much your whole daily value, I think, is uh, 30 grams of sugar. And again, super high sugar leads to diabetes, which is one of the biggest killers, number seven, but also leads to a lot of other stuff. And the comorbidities all mix and make heart disease more deadly, and you know, make a lot of other stuff more deadly. So we need to ban everything. I have here this handy chart with the the leading causes of death and the the contributors to those. I have number one, heart disease. The contributors are cheeseburgers and smoking. Ban them. Number two, cancer. Smoking. A lot of stuff, maybe even cheeseburgers and meats, are related to various cancers. But smoking is, you know, tre a tremendous contributor to lung cancer and a lot of other forms of cancer. Smoking also, you know, damages vessels everywhere, including the brain. So it could lead to, to, uh, you know, pre-senior Alzheimer's dementia, maybe as well, or some kind of dementia from from smoking, from alcohol, certainly. If you get um, Wernicke's encephalopathy or some encephalopathy from alcoholism or hepatic encephalopathy of some sort. Uh, there's liver disease, that's another issue of alcoholism. Accidents, alcohol contributes to a lot of accidents from MVAs to uh, you know, firearm injuries, of course. Lower respiratory disease, obviously smoking is gonna be a tremendous factor in that. Stroke, smoking, like I said, damages vessels. But I, I should have put there, if I could have fit, I would put cheeseburgers too because that cheese and you know all the other fats and cholesterol and stuff is gonna be causing that stroke as well if it's uh, a fat embolus in the brain maybe. Um, and high, high cholesterol, high fat, high sugar leads to all that stuff. Uh, Alzheimer's disease, like I said, um, alcoholism, I don't know if there are links to, to uh, Alzheimer's, but alcoholism certainly causes various forms of encephalopathy and dementia. Uh, diabetes, cheeseburgers leads to that, as we discussed. Cheeseburgers do have a lot of overall uh, carbohydrates in them and a lot of other terrible things inside cheeseburgers. Influenza and pneumonia, of course, are compounded by smoking and a lot of other issues. Um, Kidney disease, I couldn't fit anything here, of course. Diabetes is part of the uh, triad that I've seen with uh, hypertension, kidney disease, 
and diabetes where they all kind of cause each other and they all destroy your kidneys. So obviously diabetes and, and smoking are related to that because smoking damages all small vessels including the you know uh, the tiny arteries and uh, arterioles and, and uh, capillaries within the kidneys of course. Uh, intentional self-harm, suicide, of course, alcohol is related, and you know, probably other substances as well. Um, and not even to mention obesity, which is, again, not listed in the top 10, but it's a big factor. I could put it at number one because obesity is a very big factor in people dying from a lot of different diseases. All right, do we have anything else here in the article? Um, yeah, so the, the one more thing we put in the article, and this is where I kind of went went off, uh, off the rails. Um, I went crazy and too far, as I, I usually do. If the government is to legislate health if we're going to allow politicians and it's fine if that's what your morals say i think politicians should have no power i think they shouldn't exist but that's my principles if you think politicians should control everyone's life and they should keep us safe they should keep our bmi under 20 because i think bmi over 20 or 25 is obese or overweight so yeah if your bmi is above 30 you're obese according to the cdc so what the government should do is mandate that everyone has uh, you know, annual checkups, which as we move towards universal health care, which is inevitable, whether you like it or not, it is inevitable. Five, ten years we'll have universal health care where every doctor works for the government, federal government, directly or indirectly. And they will do an annual checkup, and you can receive a nice fine, <coughs> Obamacare, a nice fine, or you know, extra tax, or as, as per Robert's Care, call it a tax. If your BMI is above 20, you know, $1,000 for every point you're above 20 or 25 maybe. So your BMI is 37, maybe an extra $17,000 in a, a tax or a fine. Um, and that would incentivize people to stay fit and healthy. Or they can mandate exercise and have, you know, government exercise programs, government gyms where you have to log your hours, get you a nice watch that'll do contact tracing, and it'll uh, track your steps. A great stepper. I know there are a lot of apps and pedometers. Um, they can do that. They, they can legislate your diet and exercise and make sure you exercise or make sure that you're, you know, have certain cardiorespiratory fitness metrics, or they can make sure that your, you know, BMI or your waistline is low. Listen, and again, this would benefit me. I'm, I'm an athlete, I'm a boxer anyway. So my waist right now, um, I weigh like 135 pounds. Um, and my waist is like uh, 29, 30 inches. So I wouldn't get these fines. So, but again, I'm, I'm not going to support this law because I don't believe politicians should have any power, let alone the power to mandate that you're healthy. Um, of course, this is coming from politicians, a lot of whom are are overweight and, and not very healthy themselves, but that's neither here nor there. So, again, if you're going to be consistent, if you're going to say that the government has the power to legislate anything to do with health or safety, not, you know, you're killing someone, not someone's driving drunk and they're shooting out the window, that everyone agrees, including me, that that's a, a crime, a violation of people's property and, and safety, making them extremely unsafe. Because if someone is driving drunk down the road while swerving and shooting a machine gun out the window, they present a clear and present danger. Sorry to take the, the military uh, terminology, but that's the best I could think of. But th that's a real danger. But if someone doesn't wear a seatbelt or if someone has a bit of pot in their own house, you can't say that the government has to legislate that because pot is dangerous. I agree, you know, pot is not healthy. Um, the cannabis itself is probably not that bad. It's smoking, putting something into your lungs other than natural air is probably a bad idea, I think. Um, but, you know, same with cheeseburgers. If you think that the government should legislate health and safety and make us safe, make sure that we're healthy, you have to be consistent. you got to go all the way, and you've and you got to say, listen, if the government should do anything, it's, it should be legislating away the number one killer, which is heart disease. So, you know, and this is, this is why I ask you all to have principles. If your principles are authoritarian, that's okay. Just as long as they're consistent, I can have some respect for you, maybe. 
Um, but you got to be consistent. If you're not consistent, I, I, you know, I lose a lot of respect for you because then you just have no principles, no morals, no ethics. So just think about it. I think the uh, Japanese are actually doing this, and I have a link here to the, the Japanese government's fitness mandates. Japan already does this, and you can click the link where they do mandate that people exercise at work, and they have certain metrics, I believe, where you have to remain fit. So again, don't say it can't happen in the U.S. I'm kind of speaking tongue-in-cheek here, but this could happen in the U.S., and just think about your your morals, your consistency. Do you think that politicians should make us, you know, require us legally and make it a crime to not be healthy? And if so, how would that work out? So. Just think about that. Thank you very much for watching. Let us know in the comments here or on Facebook what you think, and have a great day.